0: What's good everybody? Uh welcome to another episode of Unsistitive V. Yo! There it is. I'm yeah. glad I don't got headphones on. Yeah. <laughs>
1: We're
0: here on the weekend, so it's different. I like this weekend. I like you saying I like this weekend podcast. Yeah. It's ten times better. And we get mall here, you know, smelling yeah, like up, what do you, yo? you say you smell uh, you handsome smell handsome? Right? Yo, that is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yo smell I can
2: handsome.
3: Walk through a curtain of shea butter. Oh man. <laughs> Out no, the he shower.
2: did though. He, he, he
0: did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He,
4: he jounces himself she, she, she in shade butter, shape the
0: God, yeah.
2: Shade butter,
1: God. butter, God. Don't
0: mess with that it. Vaseline, no Jurgens, no nothing. No, none of that, yeah. None of that. Baff your skin, clog your pores.
2: Jergens trash, and I love I'll oh, use God. it, though. You
0: grew up on Jurgens. It was horrible. I know, but I can't get away from it. I, I stay ain't, ashy, yo.
4: Shade butter is worse, mood, though. Ain't
0: nothing worse than that big
4: bottle Cocoa butter you get for like $2. That's just trash. There it is.
0: It's $2, though. Yeah, you
1: got to For that $2, dollars you like,
4: oh, Shit, two dollars lasts like six months.
0: Like, oh man, Ashley is shit. <laughs> Be Ashley Ashy. shit
4: all day. But Once the what? cold
0: weather hits you, you, you st- your lotion. Yo. You still got lotion for two months though. So we got two guests. I'm gonna let them introduce themselves today. It's weird having not having headphones because I don't know what y'all are hear. But anyway, yeah, um, yeah. we're gonna talk about mental health. Today we're gonna talk about mental health. This is something we've been trying to talk about, man, since episode one. Yeah, of episode one. last season. So we gonna let them introduce themselves and what they do because they got they got letters behind their names they got, and shit. They got yeah backgrounds. Yeah, we got we we regular niggas today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: we listening. Yeah, we we
0: listening. <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we listening. Nah, we're getting no, educated. No, right. <laughs> we, we, so we, we gonna about, we, yeah, we hyping you because it's the truth. So <laughs> they like chill out. Yeah, we got that yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm to say it's Mel John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm go ahead, give not to my own horn, but
3: i am trying <laughs> to tag y'all in my lab. Oh please.
0: My we'll probably get some promo. We we'll get some letters behind our name. yeah. Start oh y'all Oh, yeah, start. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I was, like, <laughs> I was recording and <laughs> she's looking down. She's like <laughs> <laughs> no.
5: maybe I should She's like,
0: y'all don't have my bio I sent it over. Forward. There you go, Roby. Go ahead.
5: Okay. Um my name is Nairobi Wright. I am a licensed independent clinical social worker <laughs> in DC. <laughs> um, I am a school social worker. Currently, I'm a currently a school social worker. Okay. Okay. Nice.
3: Yes. My name is Narissa Snyder. I'm going to talk soft. My name oh, is Narissa Snyder. Oh, there you go. Um, I am a quality assurance director and mm-hmm. director of psychiatric rehabilitation services at an outpatient mental health center in Maryland. Um, I also work part-time for Case Western University as a trainer and educator for outpatient mental health centers in the district through the Department of Behavioral Health. And on Monday, I am defending my dissertation from Congrats, congrats,
1: congrats. Congrats.
0: Yeah, some more letters behind that name. That's what I'm talking about.
3: But I am a licensed counselor. She's the social worker, and I'm the counselor in uh, D.C. and in Maryland.
1: Are you allowed to tell us what your dissertation is about?
3: Yeah, the topic is what does it mean to be a black man in the United States of America?
0: Bruh. Oh, that's, that's a deep dissertation. Yeah. You gotta come back and talk about that. That's, okay. So, where's that? Like, what, once it gets out, like, it's not like gonna be you just give it to your professor. Like, how does this work?
3: Um, it's published online. Virginia Tech is, has their own like dissertation library, so oh, it'll that. be published.
0: Online. Oh, we would definitely want to read that and put yeah. that out. Shoot that link. All yeah, right. that's Let's gonna see. be a good link. I well, should. anyway, um, we're gonna Thank talk about you. mental health. So... We got two mental health experts, I guess. So that helps us out a lot. <laughs> Cause we was, that was the hardest part about talking about this because we didn't know which way. And we mm-hmm. helped me guide mm-hmm. the conversation. So this y'all take over. Um, <laughs> so in line of work, you do you say you work with kids and you work with adults?
3: And children. My private work is with uh, children in the community. But okay. we work with all ages at the agency I work at.
0: Okay. I guess we can start by like, I think oftentimes in the black community, you know, mental health goes undetected. Or like we just we just kind of breeze past it, cause like we talked on this podcast before, like you all had that one uncle that was like, oh crazy Uncle Ray Ray, or you know, <laughs> you know my aunt, yo, know, she's just a wild. Or we used to use the word senile a lot and all that kind of. Stuff. But all those phobia, all those taboos about you know mental health in the black community. So like, where do we? I'm glad we're evolving, but like, how do we kind of pull an older generation in? Cause I, that's the first question I had, because. This generation, I feel like we were open to it and it's something we're acknowledging. Because I actually, like, after I talked to people, you know, like that 45, 50, 60 plus. Our parents? They're, yeah, they're <laughs> our parents. <laughs> I wasn't gonna try and go, right? I was trying to give them some bail. Uh, Why would you do that? I don't know, I'm just saying. But like, how do we pull them in? Because I don't think they're as um, proactive about this this talk as we are. And, and I can see that. And I think that's actually sometimes what keeps us from not moving forward as fast. Because those are the times, sometimes the people in power. So what y'all got to say on that?
5: Um, Something you said. You said um, oftentimes mental health goes undetected in our communities, and I don't think it goes undetected. I think it goes unnamed. I think we all know, Mm -hmm. uh, like those people in our family, that something just, you know, when we were growing up, something just didn't seem right. You know, we didn't talk about it. We didn't Mm -hmm. say anything about it. We all knew that it was there, Um, but we didn't. Announcing, we didn't
2: name it, we didn't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Is why was why, why it, why, why it so taboo, though? That's what I don't understand. Like we just, like you said, we just kind of brushed over Like mm-hmm. well, that's just, that's just my crazy ass uncle. I
0: don't <laughs> do I mean, okay. He's he yeah. 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 to change. change. Not, well, time, time, time
2: he just change.
0: point the gun at people when he come in the house. It's
1: yeah, not exactly. crazy. <laughs> hey, don't <laughs> mind don't
0: him. I think because it's a part of mental health. I think we as a community see it as weakness. And as a people, we've always played to our strengths. Like we've never had time to be weak. Yeah. To this day, we really don't have much time to be weak. Mm-hmm. Our weakness, yeah, the date, the time, the moment we're weak is the moment we get exposed or outed or infiltrated. Mm-hmm. So we know better than to come off as weak. That's how mm-hmm. I see it. Yeah, we can't come off as weak.
3: Um, my, the quali- i did a qualitative research study for my dissertation, and I interviewed Black men mm-hmm. born in or before 1953, so 65 years of age and older are wow. the men that I um interviewed and I asked them nine interview questions um along the lines of what advice they wanted to give to younger black men um what their view of respect is what it means to be successful what what it took for them to maintain or persist like throughout their childhood and you know we talk a lot about the fact that the social and political views that exist now mimic the social and political views that affected their upbringing in the civil rights era cuz all of them went through the civil rights era all mm. of the men that I interviewed had experiences of injustice, prejudice, discrimination against them, and yet all of them are successful, you know, by whatever term.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: But <clears throat> the implications of things that have happened as far as mental health, I think, affect that population. Only one of those men that I interviewed have gone to formal counseling. The rest of them weren't opposed to it, but they all asked, like, what What's would that point? do? What's like, the they're they're ignorant wow. to some mm-hmm. of the benefits of it. And one man specifically talked about um, you know, you could counsel us all you want to, but you weren't going to take down those signs. So they look at the mm. systemic signs, like, niggas and dogs keep out, like, the it's types of things that they right. saw as Yeah, that's, that's deep, though. Yeah. yeah, so for them, it's like, well, what good is talking about it going to gonna do? And then, like, the implications of things, like, at, at Perry Point um, Veterans Hospital, which is near here, like, within the hour. But there was a study there in 2004 where 88% of the black men who were um, – who had their records reviewed. Welcome to Unsolicited Views. Where we talk about topics that you to
5: may or may not give a damn about.
3: Which means that they went from psychosis, which you know you deal with right. uncle, uncle Jake differently yeah. he's psychotic right. versus if he just real sad cuz mm-hmm. something happened. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that type of thing we know about the experiments that have been done on black men so yeah. You know, why would they participate in mental health when that's the result that they've seen? Mm -hmm. Um, But us as younger generations, since we into it, you know, I feel like we could educate them on the benefits of it because they haven't seen that. And they've been diagnosed by white psychiatrists all of these decades. You know, so they... really shouldn't
2: have trust in the yeah. system. Mm-hmm. But But I'm saying it I don't think it I don't think it will ever change it. Like even educating them at this point, they're like Yeah, yeah stuck I'm in their 50, ways sixty in the way right? old, man. Right. I, I don't yeah. want to hear about that shit I'm mm-hmm. I, I done made it this far. What I don't don't but, talk to me about that. But I, I think, think that's where it
4: falls on our generation. It does. Because yeah. even, even back then, like you said, they was diagnosed by a white psychiatrists. Yep. Now there's an uptick in black yeah. psychiatrists, right. black therapists. So like with that everything just like it progresses.
1: In
0: doing research for this topic, that was one thing I, I didn't realize there was that much of a disparity in black. Mental health professionals, so it's just like if someone doesn't look like me, that is already deterrent. Because yeah. obviously, I'm like yeah. you can't identify with my struggle. Exactly. Like it's some unwritten you know, like you, you can't you know even you can't even walk in and give them a head nod. You got to walk in there and shake. Them. I'm like you don't need that <laughs> at <That's> that point. <laughs> <no>, you you <laughs> like yeah. you fried chicken with seasoning. Yeah, yeah. like we, we can't even you know we can't even talk about any TV shows. Like we can't even use like Martin <laughs> references in our therapy yeah. session. Like it's kind of different. So, so like I'm
4: talking Martin, you talking Friends? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you,
0: it's wild. Oh, like you gotta you gotta. You gotta have some relatability, and I think that's hard. That's hard too, because a lot of times mental health in the white community, mental health is not taboo. They, they talk about it all the time. They do. Like I went to school with kids in high school, and it was just like. Oh, yeah, I'm manic, I'm bipolar. I'm like, oh, okay. All right, you know, just throw that right. out there. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, it was like,
4: that's I got to take my pills. I'm crazy.
0: I'm like, right oh, now? yeah, like, okay. All right. That's not cool. Yeah, I'm like, dad, yo, he might blow up. I'm you about know, school, you know. And that's yeah. me right there being yeah. <laughs> that no, guy, right? Yeah. But, like, no, you made friends BFF. with him, I hope. Yep. Smart man. Actually, he took me to lunch one time. Like, you know, we was in football practice. I was like, I'm going to drive with him. He might he might get me to the right place because if you don't, I don't know where he's going when he leaves. So I'm gonna <laughs> just make sure he get back. <laughs> so like, but it's different though in the white community versus the black community. But overall, I think that we're moving forward. That's what that's what I'm very hopeful about that we're actually moving forward. Um, like we said, undetected. So another thing is I work with older adults. And another thing, as far as mental health is, I work with residents. Uh, I call them residents or patients with like Alzheimer's or dementia. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that has actually been the most Humbling thing I've ever done in my life working with people with Alzheimer's and dementia because it's like such a so so special. The people are so special because to see what the disease does to you to the brain. Because I've worked with uh, dementia people with bipolar and to see that really like it's not They are trying to do their best in the sense of this is just who they are, and it's just hard because a lot of times there's a lack of understanding outside of um, I guess what you're saying outside world of what these diseases do to the brain. And over time like right now their diseases they feel like are being developed by us they feel like we're going to be have a lot of dementia and alzheimer's because of like the way we consume our phones Mm -hmm. just the way we conceive information and everything so it's just like to see that working that every day i see that it's kind of gives you a different appreciation for like the mental health movement because it's so important information is like power power right now if you have more information you can combat it and you can put things in place Mm -hmm. but talking about therapy and we got it's a group of black men and two black women. So, Maul and Mel, why why is therapy like a thing? Like why don't we do therapy? I've done therapy and it was a thing until you went and then you was like, you know what, this is actually not that bad. Why is, why you think like we don't really fuck with therapy? Like, I
2: just think I think it's a negative connotation to it. Right. Like I just think like once once we tell somebody we went to therapy, they be like, Oh, this oh, is like, crazy. I don't understand. That's not that? good, but yeah. I think that's probably what, what problems what it do is. you have. Like, yeah.
0: But it's important. I've got to say, well, talking through your shit, I guess that's actually the biggest thing. Because they don't got to be in a formal setting. Like, even amongst, I guess they always pose us with the question on our uh, social medias, like, how do you check your homeboys? That's kind of the same thing <laughs> of, like, being a therapist to each other. It's just like, yo, you got you to fix not this. But that's,
2: that's not what I think about when I I think that's therapy. still therapy. I, I mean, think that's, it's therapy. It's not, that's not the first thing that goes, oh, comes okay. in my head. Like, you it's ask not. me why I don't take therapy, I'm like, why didn't I go to a professional to yeah. talk out my problem? Somebody
4: with lesbian right. in there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Some guy had a lettuce. Hey,
1: hey, hey, watch.
2: You know, somebody <laughs> as smart as Roby and the right. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm quiet. Y'all want to know why I'm quiet, to why we quiet today? Because we don't know, <laughs>
0: know.
1: if
2: they're going <laughs> to yeah. kill us with a. Uh, like, I'm trying to force this, this conversation <laughs> right. for me. They're making a dissertation <laughs> on us and we're going to
0: shut us the fuck up.
5: We are analyzing you.
0: Right, yeah, man? so I'm I like. Know, <laughs> I
5: know they
2: are. Yeah, man. I'm
0: sweating. Psychoanalysis. I don't know what they're going to say. I'm like, goddamn, she probably pulling me. I'm over here. I girl yeah. tapping my hand,
4: like, shit <laughs> my feelings,
0: man. Five crazy yeah, shit. I'm about with. to use this outline, like, shit <laughs> today. Here we go. Um, I guess, does the diaspora experience still have a mental effect on us? So can For, we explain it? Because I don't know. Oh, uh, breakdown. <laughs> right. I just wanted to say
5: something about um, the last thing that we were talking about in terms mm-hmm. of therapy and, you know, why just we just, people just don't, people just don't want to go. Um... <clears throat> Something that was really important, something I really remember when I started grad school, is that one of my professors in my first year of grad school all but forced everyone to go to therapy. She said, "If you want to take, if you want to go through grad school to to become a social worker, I need every single person to look up a therapist and go see a therapist." And Ooh. the interesting thing is, most people, even though we were in school to become social workers, had never been to therapy. Wow. Yeah. They had never, ever, even been to a therapist mm. so um i think it was very important that she instilled in us that first of all we need to believe in what we're doing number yeah. one right
3: we're not above it
5: we're, we're definitely not above it but also everybody sitting at this table has some un- unresolved trauma that they have not come to peace with like everybody right. has something in them that they are dealing with have dealt with having kind of Brought some kind of closure to, and it affects our lives every single day. Um, and when you have those kind of blockages in your life, it kind of molds how you look at things, and it doesn't allow you to look at things through clear lenses. You have these bi- these binders on, so um, I think it's very important as a as a professional, as someone that's in the field, to if I if I'm going to sell you something, I have to I have to agree with, I have to understand, and I have to I have to be sold myself. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't promote something to somebody that I haven't done or not even open or willing to do. Um, so I think it's very important um, like I said as a professional just to experience what you want to sell to someone else in a, in a way. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but I, but it's it's hard. It's, it's hard for it's hard to sell that to, to people when there's so many connotations around
2: it. See, I, I think you said something like we also don't go because we think we don't need it because we don't have yeah. we don't think we have a have one of those deep dying issues inside of us. Mm-hmm. When in reality, all of us oh, yeah. have. A- sure like a- you said, something. everybody sure. has something <laughs> that we can get off our chest and then just be like, oh, I needed to mm-hmm. talk yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah but, yeah, but we just think that therapy is just for like crazy people, and I don't think that's the case. I just think it's you really I, just. I think we all are crazy. Getting shit just off know. your chest <laughs> and somebody helping you talk through something
0: that you've been thinking about for a long time. Mm-hmm. Just different that.
4: levels of crazy. Different levels of crazy.
0: Oh, it's different levels. Yeah. It's levels of this yeah. shit. <laughs> it's levels of this... Mm-hmm. I think the non-biased person is, I think, what helps therapy and makes that the most effective. Mm-hmm. Somebody that's not attached to you, don't know nothing about you, mm-hmm. and they're just literally giving you straight information, which usually in your life, everybody's giving you some type of... Everybody has a bias about you, whether it be your friends, significant other, Somebody has a bias. Somebody with no bias at all giving you information. I think that's pretty dope about therapy.
5: And a huge misconception, yeah. I think, about therapy is that therapists give you answers, tell you what to do. When in essence, they just guide you to find your own answers. You know what I mean? You don't go just to get resolution. Tell me what I need to do. Tell me what I need to, you know, fix this for me. No, it's getting them to, you know, the therapist's job is to get you to open up, to look inside, figure out Mm -hmm. what's going on and what decisions that you need to make. It's it's more of a guidance than a, here. here's all your answers.
0: Mm. I think the toughest thing... After going through therapy, I went for a little while. But the hardest thing is, you know, once you leave, that's, like, really when the work starts. Like, mm-hmm. therapy is just giving you the tools. Then when you go home, it's just like, all right, now you have to implement them. Mm-hmm. Now you have to actually do the work. And I think that's always the part because doing the work, because so often you wonder why it's hard. But then you look around, like, doing the work is, you can get away with a lot of stuff by not doing the work. Because there's so many avenues to kind of hide behind mm-hmm. in life. Yeah. But then you like, oh shit, it's just me it's just it has nothing to do with nobody else. You take your spouse, you take your family out of it, you take all your trauma out of it, and you're just like, all right, what am I gonna do now? Because that was one of the pop- most powerful things I heard was just like, all right, those things happened, so now what? It's like, oh, you're cussing at me, like what sure, you mean? Right. <laughs> so what you mean? Like I can't use n- no excuses is a hard thing to get over. Like having no excuses and saying yeah. there are no excuses. Um, that happened. Yeah, that that affected you this way. This is how you're gonna deal with it. So what you wanna do now? And it's just like. Just crickets. You don't really have nothing. Like mm-hmm. your brain goes blank. You just like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> it's is like that's all you can do. Mm-hmm. But after once you start dealing with it slowly, and it's a process, because in life it takes you so long to learn something, to unlearn something. Whew, Unlearning is harder than learning will ever be. Oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> Unlearning yeah. is tough.
4: Setting setting being set in your ways,
0: yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know I, at such a young age I could be set in my ways. I was like, damn. You're also,
2: you're also virgo, I said that earlier.
0: Yeah, like that. Yo. Virgo yo. that's how we so, do. That's how it is. Yeah, yo. we set our ways from the jump. So, yeah, well, I told you that. <laughs> and we don't really
2: get crazy I told you all who you are, yo. Y'all rebutted me. Oh,
0: here we go. Now we gonna rebutted get shit it me <laughs>
2: from like
4: no, I I I, I It was mainly I'm looking at Joe. No.
0: My rebuttal was my you was Go ahead. go ahead. No. fellow Virgo.
4: September Virgo um, Here we go with this th- Yeah, he's this September Virgo Yeah, yeah. Zodiac yeah I know, yo, yo, yo. <laughs> nah, I'm August Virgo, so we, we don't act the same all the time
0: <laughs> We don't It's like, like Your yeah, moon rising and shit is different <laughs> Yeah And the stars know what that shit The stars mean, don't shoot the same I look this shit up And I still don't know what it mean like, <laughs> Yeah, it's different But um, to your point, though My thing was You kind of put it out there As like, yo This is it There's nothing I just think we still evolve I think Life is full of evolution. like we're Ever evolving. I don't care how old you are. You should still be trying to learn something different.
1: Mm-hmm. Change
0: something. Be different. So, that was my take on it. I'm I don't not going to go into it again. Oh, uh, you to? Know, uh, he got <laughs> the shit that's off. That's a like, whole like, other
1: topic. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Growth and change. Yeah. Topic. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Yeah, growth and change. Because
2: we, we had a nice little debate on that. I don't know what episode it was, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were on different spectrums on that one. But it's cool.
1: One um, of the
3: things that you said about um, therapy and adults, you said like... You know, when you leave the therapy session, that's when your work begins. One right. of the things that we see a lot of is the inability of some young men. I'll say specifically because that's where my you know research is. But mm-hmm. you can talk about the young girls as well, that we put them in therapy, we give them all these supportive services. But then you talk about the struggle with adults following through on therapy. The children need the adults in their life right. to help them implement the interventions mm-hmm. that the therapist gives them into their lives every week in between them two sessions so that you can grow and change, Mm -hmm. you know, at the next session, give them an update, figure out how you're doing, you move forward. But a lot of times what we see is you come in for the next therapy session, it's the same thing Mm -hmm. that was happening before on the adults, you know, that's them and their motivation to change where they are in their stages of their journey, whether or not they're going to change. But for a child, if we put them in therapy, we expect a certain level of change or we see that they need the change, but Mm -hmm. we have very little parent participation whether it's biological parent foster parent guardian whatever we see very we see very little participation in the therapy Mm -hmm. relationship now in other cultures you see a more active participation in therapy Mm -hmm. but in other cultures therapy is more accepted so if they put their child in therapy they like This is desperate. Johnny needs, Mm -hmm.
1: you know, (laughs) therapy right
3: now. Let's all be in in the sessions together. Sit (laughs) right right, right right inside. What work do you need me to do, Mr. Therapist? Yes, Mm -hmm. but with us, it's like, Hell yeah, he yeah. need to be in therapy.
0: Like, yeah. Here
5: yeah. he is, and I'll
3: be back in an hour to pick him exactly. up. Exactly. So what
5: do you, like, Ther-
0: therapy as a daycare and shit. Yeah, so and wow. also, for real,
3: some people uh-huh. do treat it like that. Yes. Yeah. They yeah. drop their kids off That's literally, wild. literally yeah. at the mental health center. Drop them off. Yeah. Don't come in with them. Don't. It's the same thing as school.
4: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was going. I was going to ask about this. I was like, so what do you say, like? How would that change? Cause like, if it's like a sporting event, the parents are sitting there cheering the kids yeah. on at practice. Mm-hmm. If it's a game, they're right there cheering yep. them on at practice. But mm-hmm. like I said, at school, they drop them off. Yeah. Therapy, they just drop them off. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Like,
4: like, how would you suggest like that change? What would be?
3: So the way that I approach parents is that look, I know that you are not, even though they might be, I know that you're not the problem. But mm-hmm. you can be part of the solution. Mm-hmm. Like that's how I bring mm-hmm. them in. Like we need your support. We need your help. And that, you know, if that works for them, then bring them in in that way so that they can participate in it. Otherwise, people really at the core of them don't want to feel like they're the problem yeah. and they're the yeah. reason why it's like that. Like, let go over here to Miss Nairobi, let her fix that. Yeah.
5: And then also be mindful that their parents are also dealing with Mental whatever problem. issues they are dealing with that are Trauma. not being yeah. resolved so if they're not able to address their own issues they there's no way they can be present to work on their child's issues mm-hmm. in between those two appointments you know yeah. work on the tools that they need their coping mm-hmm. skills if they're not present to do it so mm-hmm. it's it's a vicious cycle but
2: see I'm hoping that I'm hoping that this generation like us who, who are more educated at yeah, this yeah. point yep. and we understand what Therapy is, and it's, uh, we can we can help that change. Like we can help do what Maul is trying to I'm say. Like, like mm-hmm. we'll be if our kid is going to therapy. We'll be the person that be like follow right, up. We, on we, you, we, yeah. we know exactly. like how are you doing after this therapy session? Right. What's going on? Yeah. What do you need from me? Mm-hmm.
3: And I hear you on that point, and I think that we could. But just being honest, and I know mm-hmm. people don't agree with me. I feel like the social and political climates that we live in, and when I say social, you can Mm. include social media in it. Mm -hmm. So we're here talking about stuff that we need to do with these kids and how we need to regulate them, but then their idols are popping off Mm -hmm. on Instagram. So I'm working with you in this session, but then you see success looking like I can... Toss my That's and I I'll shake to That's, anything Cardi B, but she's throwing shoes across the hall. Yeah, while and loving hip hop type shit. That yes, loving hip hop. They feel like it's a reality TV show. They like,
0: think life is reality TV. They
3: though. do, <laughs> and these are all
5: the behaviors wild. that we are addressing daily with them. Uh, Every single day, mm-hmm. we address these exact yeah. behaviors. That they're seeing all the time. That's a great yeah. point.
0: I'm trying to think, what <laughs> is it like? I I used to watch that sh- shit, but I never really. I guess you know what? I guess I parenting. <laughs> it and goes back to parenting. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Like I used grew. to watch it, but I never went home and tried to try that shit. Mm-hmm. Like I never went home like oh, I'm gonna go pop somebody, screw them up. I'm like, nah, I'm gonna get popped if yeah. I do that. So mm-hmm. like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: But I think another for like you said, um, social media, like, um, even like just like get my mind ready for this episode. I read um. Like Jay Z, he promoted me- on oh, like black mental health, yeah. right? And then like yeah. the whole thing with Kanye and Kid Cudi, like yep. people mm-hmm. like that, like st- like those are artists that we listen to, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like like it, that affected us, but like the kids that coming behind us. Their idols yeah. aren't doing nothing like related
0: to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always you ever listen to XXX? That's yeah. What I, I so I used to listen to XXX because I like his music yeah. was just good. But now, like, if you go back and listen to it now after he died, now mm-hmm. you listen with like a mental yeah. health. You, you you're like, wow, you he was crying for yeah. help. But these
3: yeah. are the people that are yeah. children. Like, you know, we have Roby has two kids. I have a stepdaughter. Like, these are the these are the musicians that they're listening yes. to actively. That yeah. they feel the pain of this dude. Like. They mourned. Mm-hmm. There were kids coming into our clinic, the kids in my own personal life, who mourned him wow. when he died. Like, he was Tupac. And I respect that. Because that to them... Mm-hmm. Even Mac Miller. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Oh, yeah, Mac Even Miller. That, oh, yeah, that,
1: that, hit, that, hit that hit hard. That was, yeah, yeah. Of- that was my god.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they don't know. Like, they just see success. Yeah. They did. It's hard to separate. They don't see yeah. the, the journey that they yeah. went through, how mm-hmm. people were at... You know, they're asking for help through their music, like right. you said. Mm-hmm. You know. and to I mean, it's all types of... Implications with that, yeah. The suicide.
0: Yeah. These are all the things that make me like second guess having kids, because like guiding a, a human being through life, yeah. and you know that you know they're gonna have trauma. You know that people oh, it's, it's gonna. yeah yo, you <laughs> that's tell it. Like some kind of uh, you need, you know, well, <laughs> therapy. Two years old. old Two years old. Higher, you need
2: to pray to some kind of higher higher power to help you oh, yeah. guide this human being through life. Yeah, yeah, I think. That's the only true answer, really. Yeah.
0: Speaking of that, we were talking about hip-hop culture a little bit. How do you, like, the self-medicating that's going on with mm-hmm. the pills, you know, drinking lean. and all that kind of lean It's <laughs> wild. Like, because I it was this one song I was listening to and I forgot, he was just saying basically I feel better being high. Mm-hmm. And in a sense that, like, his whole life was I, dang, I wish I could pull up the song, but his whole life is just being high or in some type of a state that's out of body. So when he comes down that's where, like, why am I down? Like, you want to consistently stay high. And it's just like, that's that's powerful if you never really want to be yourself. Like, you want to be away from yourself that mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. that you want to use a vice or some type of Band-Aid to kind of cover up something you really need to be dealing with.
5: Exactly. So I work in a, in a middle school, and we have a cannabis abuse protocol mm-hmm. in a middle school
1: yeah.
5: that we use because so many middle schoolers... Are smoking, getting high, popping pills, drinking things like that. Um, I feel like the age that kids are abusing drugs and alcohol is getting younger and younger. Um, and I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure there's tons of factors to why to why this is happening. But that's
2: what I always wonder about. What What is really causing? It? Are we going to blame it on the music? Are we going to blame it on?
5: You can, I don't think you can blame it on one thing. In the, in the one soul thing,
3: I think it's a that's
5: why the in the middle
1: school, is so hard. we weed.
3: Middle school Elementary school Smoking weed Shit Smoking what weed GI Drinking shit? Uh, but Their parents
2: are probably this Smoking, yeah, this smoking yeah, weed true. with them Because smoking weed Now it's kind of just like Yeah most I parents say, Who
3: come to
5: school Smell like yeah, weed But if you're like, like, I need a meeting with you They come up Smelling like marijuana yeah. mm-hmm.
0: I mean I like the fact That marijuana is decriminalized I think at a young age I just think You just don't have The right decision making yet Absolutely Like I don't have A problem with marijuana But I just think As I'm kids not, nah. Just like yo. But I'm
2: saying the kids are taking it because their 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 uh, parents are just so just like you are. You're like, I don't care about marijuana, but they don't understand that they're too young to really make decisions about whether they can mm-hmm. handle it or not. Man,
1: that's
0: crazy. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That was an awkward silence. I'm yeah, right. you no, know, it's been awkward silence the <laughs> whole time. <laughs> yo, this is the slowest moving episode ever. It's
1: a little heavy. It is heavy,
0: it yeah. is a little heavy. Do we overuse
2: the word crazy, y'all think? When I say like when I say yeah. that, I'm like I think that's this is part of the reason why therapy is such a taboo thing. Like I think we overuse that word. Like I think we call things that are cra- we call things crazy that don't need to be called crazy. It's just maybe it's just a part of life. Maybe it's just something else. I don't know. I don't know. What did y'all take on that?
5: Well, I don't. I don't use the word crazy in terms of um, identifying somebody with a mental health or a, pa- a parent mm-hmm. or mental health disorder i usually use crazy talking about situations or things Mm -hmm. like that so i don't typically ascribe the word crazy to a person in that way um because i think it it, i think it minimizes and just generalizes so many things and puts a huge negative connotation on things um because you just never know crazy is just a very negative kind of thing to call somebody like you're just Mm -hmm. crazy and and, and, and it, it doesn't take into effect into Nothing. account anything, <laughs> yeah. anything. You just yeah. label me as this thing, you know what Period. I mean?
1: Period. Yeah. And we,
3: we talk, go go on. On. no, no, go ahead. Well, but we talk a lot in like the district in DC about like the implications of mental health. Like now over at St. Elizabeth's, the hospital, they're mm-hmm. doing Broccoli Fest over there. Mm-hmm. They got rappers and all types of people going over there and doing concerts. But like, Black people have died. They
5: don't know the hollow ground that they are on. the grounds of St.
3: Elizabeth's Hospital in D.C. Like, when we talk about aunties, whoever, who's crazy, they, the federal government, there have been lawsuits and everything, the mm-hmm. Dixon audit, all types mm-hmm. of things that we've had to go through as mental health providers, audits from the federal government, because of the mistreatment of black people in the city. So yep. there were there was capacity for a couple hundred people at St. Elizabeth's Hospital. They had thousands, thousands of, people of people there at St. Elizabeth's Ho- Hospital. This is in the 80s. Mm-hmm. In the 80s and the 70s, they had thousands of people. If you got on my nerves and we lived together and you were my Uncle Jojo, I could take you to the hospital and get a check. It does. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter if you were sane, insane, or whatever. You could get a check.
4: This
2: way,
3: Brockley
4: City. Yeah, yeah.
3: No, look, she, it right told right me.
4: Wow. I knew. Hospital. I knew it was a hospital, but I didn't know like the history behind uh, it. I, yes. I knew nothing. I, yeah. Like yeah. I knew yeah. it was a yeah. hospital. Yeah. Like yeah. like yeah. 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 People like, go
3: and they're partying on here, but you all don't even know there are still people at that hospital. There are only a couple hundred people at the hospital, but. When they realized that people were being stored there and, you know, perpetuating the monetary thing, Mm -hmm. they let hundreds of people out onto the streets of D.C. in the 80s. So a lot of the homelessness that we see is from St. Elizabeth's. And then that perpetuated. Wow. What else was going on in the 80s? The crack
5: Crack
1: epidemic. So that
3: on top of the crack Mm -hmm. epidemic, come on. So that Damn. perpetuated it's not a that perpetuated the stigma of mental health wow. in the district,
1: mm-hmm. and so
3: now that's why like we we met at an outpatient mental health center providing community services mm-hmm. for people, but the community services services became a federal mandate and became a mandate in the district because of Saint Elizabeth's Hospital. Mm-hmm. They just closed the lawsuit in two thousand sixteen.
1: Yep. What are y'all, sage opened? every
0: day? How do y'all oh, live? Real. Like, yo, <laughs> yeah, you got a super yeah, sage. Like,
1: yeah, yeah like,
5: that's man. crazy. You I'm in like, here like, this is this. sage?
0: Just sage. Like, you that, man. And, and, and we, we, maybe, I look, like, like, we
5: haven't I mean, even gotten into, like, like, bad stories, yeah. stories yeah. and things yeah. and horrible things we've yeah. seen and mm-hmm. heard and, and witnessed. Like, yeah. we haven't even gotten it. This yeah. is just like the overview of yeah. it. Yeah, we're
3: yeah. trying, yeah. we trying to give You know how you said, like, no excuses. All right, that happened. So now what? Mm-hmm. That's what you got from right. your therapy. But can you imagine mm-hmm. all of the families in the district that, like, hell no, y'all did that to us? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not mm. about to move past that. Yeah, wow. like, yeah. you put my aunt, there are people like, like us, y'all, who were mm-hmm. brought to the hospital because. We were a little rebellious, or mm-hmm. we didn't listen to Mama's curfew, or whatever, and they left us there. They
0: started medicating us and shit. Yes. like that. Yes, wow. and then
3: let us out. Shoot, wow. and they was knocking back on Mama' door like, "Yeah, bitch, <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> you put <putting> me out. <laughs>
5: that you
3: ain't think they wild. was gonna let me exactly. out, did you? Exactly. Yeah, because for decades they were bringing people. They ain't getting checks. Getting checks.
0: So, so you got you basically are telling saying like like the drug problem and the mental health problem are not that far.
1: Absolutely not. Yeah, they're
0: not that far off. Like, that's very. They really run parallel. Absolutely. Yeah, because even here in Baltimore it's like wow. Like, oh, I think it's all inner cities. Yeah, like, you and know and all Baltimore, black inner cities. Detroit, Detroit, Chicago, LA. I mean, I guess you can talk about Oakland, even LA, because like all of them. it's not no. It's nowhere sweet really. All of it's the like, inner
2: cities that yeah. have like all of that crime and all of that stuff is probably tied to mental health. And, wow. And uh, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah,
5: and, and you know. The government didn't want to do anything about it until recently, yeah. because now it's it's seeping out into the suburbs. It's seeping right. out into different. Because now it's the opioid edition. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Now it's an opioid. O- they, o- o- they, o- o- they got a whole crisis. thing. Now, they got a whole opioid crisis. What? An opioid crisis. Yeah, yeah. it's been right. happening forever.
0: When we when I heard that, I'm like, we've been like heroin's been been like, like my dad was just like all my life like what people think the word dying. Where crackhead mm-hmm. come from? It's been like it's been a problem. They just I guess their their family. Their friends are now being affected. Their kids are now, mm-hmm. you know, strung out. Mm-hmm. They can't find them and stuff like that. And they're like, we gotta do something. Mm-hmm. And now their money is not enough. Mm-hmm. So my right. money can't buy their health. Mm-hmm. And now when money can't buy health, it's like, okay, our money's done everything for us so far. So what do we do now? Now our money can't buy this. And my so.
5: privilege can't keep me keep us
3: safe.
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Nothing can keep us
5: safe. Man, I, now <laughs> <What? I'm talking laughs>
3: about yeah. No for real. Like no, and, uh-huh. and, and Roby and I would like we could switch it it all to the privilege and the, when we talk about the social and political climates, there's a reason why white psychiatrists over the last 50 years have been able to misdiagnose black men. Like there's a reason. And there's a reason why you drive down New York Avenue and you see these black men with damn red skins, blankets on, Peddling for money, like some of these men came out of the war serving their country. A lot of veterans. Yes, a lot of them. The Perry Point Medical Center that I was Mm -hmm. talking about—that's a veterans hospital. That's a VA hospital, and they misdiagnosed those men in the 40s and 50s. Like Mm -hmm. these men have been living with these diagnoses. They diagnosed them as psychotic in the 40s and 50s and 60s. What was happening during that time? The Civil Rights Era. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) there are literally reports in their medical records that show that they went to those psychiatrists in their 20s and said, look, police are after me, people are killing my friends, and they were like, psychotic, move them along. Like, can you imagine at 30 <laughs> and 40, <laughs> That's having, baffling. having to go to, to your woman and be like, all right, they said I'm psychotic. Like, the conversation you have trying yeah. to woo a woman and you psychotic is <laughs> different than when you depressed. <laughs> oh, yeah. exactly. you, so. I can take you being depressed. All but psychotic right. is a, psychotic. a whole other Psychotic, enemy. like, what? I can't Mm -hmm. even sleep next to you in peace. Like, that's that's really how... But then to find out 40 years later, I was never psychotic. It's just that these white people did not put into my diagnosis the environmental things that were happening. that, that, that be, that'd to make you crazy. Like, yeah. Right. Now now yeah. I'm really crazy. Now now really crazy. Yeah. I'm all yes. fucked up about exactly. what you did yeah. to
2: me
0: 30 exactly. years ago. And now you're seeking revenge. <laughs> <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> yes. And that's why I'm
5: not going <laughs> to therapy. Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: yeah. why I'm not going <laughs> <And> to <laughs> therapy. It's that. like full circle. God it's damn. full circle. <laughs> we we yeah. went a whole circle. And
3: then what you said, you walk in and you see a white person and you like, oh no. Yeah,
0: hell no. I did this before. Who
3: made the potatoes?
1: Oh yeah, the potatoes. I know this story. Is it
2: hard for y'all to just, watch the political climate and what they're like what they how they portray us and and what they what they're saying about us is it hard for y'all to even like like say I want to deal with that like voting and I'm general I'm generalizing but you, you understand what I'm saying
3: yeah. yeah I think what makes it mo- most difficult for me like because during this time that I've been doing my dissertation so in th- these four years that it's taken me my one of my nephews committed suicide last year. He was only yeah, 17 years old. Thank yes. you. But and then like she's wearing a shirt that says Trayvon on it, mm. you know. So just a couple of months ago in May, I watched my boyfriend on the ground as police used excessive force on him in Calvert County. Mm. Like we had to go through lawsuits and all types of stuff. Like Nairobi is the reason because I was traumatized afterwards. Nairobi is the reason why we pursued legal action. And tried to get stuff expunged because she was like, "Narissa, that's not right. It's not okay." But for me, mm-hmm. it's just so normal. I write about it in my dissertation. Mm-hmm. It's just what mm-hmm. happens. And she was like, "No, like this is injustice. This is, this is okay. the stuff that you that you are preaching about, and you experienced it." I thought he was gonna die in front of me, mm-hmm. you know. So we have these these real things that are happening to us. We see the effects of mental health. Like I I watched that man wake up out of his sleep in nightmares mm-hmm. for months, mm-hmm. thinking that. His daughter, something happened to his daughter because of that trauma. Mm -hmm. You know, so we talk about the mental health part of it. Mm -hmm. We talk about the effects of it. We experience it. But then it's an uphill battle trying to get things done because of the social and political Mm -hmm. climate. So we're on the ground. Like, we're in the fields trying to get this stuff done. We do free stuff out in the community trying to get Mm -hmm. the word out. But people are like, man, look at what Trump's doing. Like, Mm -hmm. we're trying to make people trust us because we know that we as a community need the help but the system makes them distrust their own people like it's sick it's that, really that's sick. why
2: I was just wondering like how much y'all ha- how much trust y'all have in this political thing mm. just because y'all are in y'all are in, like we can talk about black and black what they doing to black people but y'all are like literally in the mm-hmm. trenches Living, yep. yeah, and yeah. it's like how can you how can you even support any of these any of yeah. these guys um, not just Trump but any yeah. of them yeah like, how just can to you just piggyback
5: on what narissa was just saying like you said we are we're in the trenches we are working with people that are dealing with these kind of issues but at the same exact time, we also have to deal with these issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we also are affected by it, but also are trying to heal other people by it. It's like, yeah. it's like n- a catch
3: 22. Yes. Yeah. But, but we have no choice. Like somebody has to do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're trying to instill hope yes. in people. And we're in a hopeless process. Like she got to wear this shirt. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, these are the with mm-hmm. black men, black boys dying in front of us every day, every day. And we know that there are all of these historical things that impact what's happening to them. And like you all are losing your lives right in front of us and Mm -hmm. we're screaming for help and people like, um, they just signed with the black man. Mm -hmm. Like, no, this shit is real. Mm -hmm.
0: See, I don't got nothing to say. Yeah, I mean (laughs) that that is what it is. Because I'm about to say all of us as black men in this room has been confronted by a cop. I've been confronted by a cop. And and you just like, I did nothing. Like, I did nothing and it's just like you you know a part of your life as a black man mm-hmm. the cops is coming mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you is it, it whether well, it's a police stop you're at the wrong place at the wrong time mm-hmm. they coming like mm-hmm. you can't do nothing about it you just got to prepare your sons and you got to pre- now you got to prepare your daughters too as what's much saying? as you can yeah, yeah. as yeah, much as you can, so. can and hope they get yeah. out of it alive mm-hmm. and then on some the other end you hope can't prepare for it, it man can. like it's what's like, going
2: on It's tough man
5: yeah and you know um i noticed something that i i made changes in with myself that i didn't even realize till recently is that I have a very, very difficult time watching footage of some kind of police brutality or oh, like I can't heavy. even I can't even watch him. Like when the, the, the situation Arissa was just talking about with her boyfriend when she sent when I saw the footage, it was one of the most horrible feelings I have ever felt in my life watching this video. Damn. Even though I knew he was okay watching the video, I could see his life ending in that video. Yeah. Yeah. Even oh, though shit. I knew he made Absolutely. it through it, mm-hmm. watching it it didn't matter that I knew he was okay because in the mm-hmm. moment I felt like this was new, this mm-hmm. is live happening, and this man is not going to survive this mm-hmm. altercation right here, this interaction. He is not going to survive this. Yeah. So it is so hard. We have, to, yeah. we have to be mindful of our own mind and space to kind of
1: mm-hmm.
5: not consume mind. so much of it, but we can't be... On
3: blinders to it at the same time. So you have to find a healthy balance for yourself. But this is our reality. And Mm -hmm. even with with the the situation happening with me, like he and I were both jailed. Like Mm -hmm. we were both arrested and thrown in jail for this matter. And and we now have in our possession all of the police, video, footage, body cams, everything. Exactly what we said happened, happened in the way that we said it, but they still were able to press charges against us. They were able to do those things. This is our reality. She To me, that's vicarious trauma, like indirect Mm -hmm. trauma, because Mm -hmm. she had to watch it happen in order for her to understand that what I was, I was not tripping. Mm -hmm. It really happened. Like she heard me on the video begging people to help us. Mm -hmm. Like, please help, please help. But this is the stuff I'm saying this to you all. And you all are like, you know what? This is stuff that happens to us all the time other people and other cultures they hear, and I sound like a bitter-colored woman.
4: Nah. I sound like that's I did life. go that, through something. That is the real
2: problem yeah. right problem. there. That, like, that's you, where, and we, got, we have and video. That, we got mm-hmm. proof and everything, but, but they still perpetu- going to call you a bitter woman. But that perpetuates
3: woman. my mental illness. Yes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? If yes. I already think that something's wrong with the system and then something happened to me, and I told my boyfriend, if you had been by yourself and came back home and told me what happened, I said, I know that you wouldn't have been lying, But I wouldn't have felt it the way I felt it. Me, myself, being pulled out of a car by a police officer, my boyfriend standing up for me, and then him getting punched in the face by a police officer because he said something. That goes back to slavery, Mm -hmm. to a white man being able to put his hands Mm -hmm. on your woman Mm -hmm. and you're not supposed Mm -hmm. to say anything. Mm -hmm. My father, in his 70s, who went through the civil rights era, he all day is supporting what my boyfriend did. Even though we went to jail and all that, he supports it because of his life experience. I have a, a friend who's married to a white man, Both of them really think that I'm unfit to be a parent because of the way that I stand up for the situation. But that is the difference between us and them. Mm -hmm. And that (sighs) affects our mental health to know that something that's your reality, other people think you're psychotic. This is why we can't get people to participate in mental health because our realities are different.
0: That alone fucks you up if you think your your very being <laughs> your
3: mental health your very
0: being is a problem. Yeah. Yeah. So you like hold on, hold on. Just me as a person, I did yes. nothing wrong. Out the womb. I'm just here.
3: <laughs> <Fuck>. My existence <laughs> yeah. is a problem. But then we wonder why mental health doesn't work. But when we have these honest conversations and you really see how fucked up the world is. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you hear us as mental health professionals saying like, look. We trying to instill hope, but we know this world is effed up. We're not exempt.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I just, I about to say, I, I always think, because people always talk about movements, you know, rallies and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just feel as though nothing, no change. It has, to, I'm, I'm of the mindset that violence has to be. But God, at some point, and I think people think I'm crazy with that. Yeah. No, somebody got to die. No,
3: mm-hmm. we need a so revolution. A revolution <laughs> is ev-
0: no. Somebody got to gotta be spray.
4: Huh. Yo, be televised.
0: The Black Panthers <laughs> wasn't wilding. They knew yeah. the only way yeah. you see. Yo, very quickly they they mobilized, and you see the white people. Oh shit, mm. they was they were for real. For you real. know
3: those white people went into the community and knocked on people's doors and told the community that the Black Panthers were trying to to put trash and their children said that's how that whole breakfast program and everything got dismantled that the Black Panther Party was doing because Mm. the federal government went into the communities. Like these children, that's how we got the free breakfast programs Mm -hmm. y'all in schools now because Mm -hmm. the Black Panther Party the data they generated showed wow. that these children in inner cities were benefiting Benefit academically from, from having breakfast, breakfast in the morning. Yep. The white people went in Healthy and they start. were
2: like... That's, what it <laughs>
1: That's all. <laughs> Something yeah. so small, with yo. With- <laughs>
3: <See>? <laughs> <laughs> Healthy start. That sounds
5: real common. But think about the fact that this stemmed from the Black Panther yep. movement, but we get no credit for no. it. Dang. So imagine how that affects the psyche yep. that we do all these wow. things to get things moving yep. but get no credit yep. but once the minute something goes wrong we get all the blame.
3: They shut the shit down and then put mandates in the federal government to do free breakfast. Yeah. Now they like- got
0: reduced lunch, free lunch. Yes. Yes.
3: Right. My, mom said some, my mom says some. The- my mom went
0: to school, she said some kids just come to eat.
5: Yes. That's yeah. it.
0: They don't even come, nothing. If they no. can't, that's their only meal of the that day. That's their, their motivation. Yep. That's wow. Like I've like had kids
5: come to school and come to school late, miss breakfast and completely spaz out. Yep. Where in any other school, um, I'm in a predominantly black school, Mm -hmm. um, any other school that this kid would be labeled as a problem because Mm -hmm. he's fasting out because he didn't get a milk. Not realizing this kid, this is his own meal. He has not eaten since yesterday's lunch. really
0: looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. And he's hungry
5: Yes And he's <laughs> yes. hungry and when you talk
0: about this shit All my problems are minimized <laughs> I have no I say, problems in life <laughs> At all Not to compare myself to them But I when I, I get too.
2: hungry I get mad too <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Even though you got gas <laughs> no, 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 You got money You got food You got food in the fridge But you know You don't want any of that You don't feel like Driving outside in the yeah, cold no, like, no you're no hungry problem, like, Shit I
3: gotta, I gotta cook this shit <laughs> Right. Yo.
5: Like, dang, yo. Right. Perspective, man. But this is, this perspective. is...
3: I wish that we could have more honest conversations mm-hmm. about this because I, I do have issue, honestly, with the movement that we have on social media for mental health because I think that most of it is surface.
1: Mm-hmm. And
3: people mm-hmm. understand social that media. we need it, but they don't understand the whys of what we need. Like, we right. talking about basic stuff with y'all. all right. breakfasts,
1: Yep.
3: Yeah. <laughs> basic stuff. But on social media, you know, it kind of... Because it's so surface, like we don't really get what you can do to impact positive mental health. We just know everybody gotta say Black Lives Matter, Mm -hmm. but what are we doing in the community to really get this stuff, you know, going? We're trying to do it in the community, but we really need villages of people to come in with us because we just we just the deliverer Mm -hmm. (laughs) of like Mm -hmm. the mental health service. We're not the person at home with you following the interventions. We, you know, it's a lot of. Robie is is in the schools, you know, with one cohort of children for at least nine months. So you get to have mm-hmm. a daily impact, right? Mm-hmm. I work in an outpatient mental health center. So we're typically seeing kids once a week. She's doing an uphill battle sometimes, and she sees them every day.
5: All day. Yeah. Every day.
3: And you, you know, but we're trying to figure out how do we promote mental health. <laughs> we can barely get them, like really on track for their academic curriculum mm-hmm. every day because mm-hmm. their mental their mental health is impacting this. And kids at the middle school level, you know, it's monkey see, monkey do. So if 10 of us got mental health issues <laughs> and we causing a ruckus and chaos and all of that, like 30 more people about to act yep. just like me. Act the exact same oh.
0: You used to work in a school, right? So you work with them for the whole school year. And then that summer, I know it probably is heavy when you leave. See them leave, you like, yo, all my work can be undone. In a matter of <laughs> weeks, <laughs> well, and when they get back, you like, God, we, God damn, like, it's so interesting, What's but,
5: interesting about that? I have those feelings every Friday. Shit, oh, man. like damn. that's not even look towards the summer. Man, mm. every Friday, Monday is probably the worst. Mon, because everybody who works in the school knows Mondays is going to be a problem. Because mm, of the weekend, it's going to be a problem. There's all kind. Co- I mean, they ain't get, get
3: no sleep in, on Sunday. They didn't
5: sleep. They didn't take their medication mm-hmm. over the weekend because mom don't wow. not giving it to them over. That's the what weekend. mom be
3: saying. He's fine with me at home. Exactly. I ain't get his medication,
5: so it throws oh, them man. off. They haven't eaten over the weekend. They got into a fight. It's, mm-hmm. You know, the trauma
0: they seen from their parents that weekend was crazy. You have crazy. no idea
5: what yeah. was going to go on, and then they come to school, yeah. and then you're going to deal with whatever mm-hmm. they dealt with over. Mm-hmm. So, so the summer. Yeah, that's a problem. That's a but, but, <laughs> but you
3: know, I deal with it every single Friday. Yeah. And something you just said like really resonates with what we deal with. So trauma, the symptoms of trauma can be like irritability, anger, physical aggression, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Those are the same types of symptoms that they have with bipolar disorder, with Uh ADHD. ADHD. So a lot of the kids that we work with are misdiagnosed Mm -hmm. with ADHD when they really have an effect of trauma. And medicate them. So you can medicate them for ADHD, but that doesn't take away the trauma. Mm -hmm. That doesn't take away what happened. So we're medicating them. They they on the wrong. It's like me going to the doctor and I really got diabetes, but the doctor say I got like something high going blood on. High pressure. Mm-hmm. So he giving me high blood pressure Calcium medication. Calcium deficiency. Right. Go drink mm-hmm. some milk. Six months later, I go back and he like, damn, you ain't drinking enough milk. You're drinking milk. Ain't never changed the dosage. Let me give you some soy milk, like instead of never addressing the problem. Instead of maybe maybe you don't have high blood pressure. Bitch, maybe you need, like, they don't do that. that that's the way mental health Kicking is. a damn bucket oh, no, we'll, <laughs> down no, we'll the road, follow-ups. kicking it down the road. For <laughs> real.
0: So, <laughs> I don't know what to say next. Um, <laughs> with <laughs> all that being said. That's
4: a heavy topic. Nah, I was,
2: I all was right. yeah, we
1: trying to make it That's I was about to like, say. <laughs> yeah. a, I don't know
2: if y'all consider it a good thankless job, but I, I'm going to thank y'all. I thank you yeah, I like, appreciate uh, Y'all have been in the yeah. trenches and, and trying to oh, be on the front line of this and helping these young kids, one kid at a time, so. Mm-hmm. I know I appreciate it and I know it's a lot of lot of us out there that appreciate what y'all do.
3: Definitely. Um, yeah. <laughs> for real. Thank you.
1: Because I don't
2: I, know if I could do yeah, it. I don't know if um, I could do it. But somebody we need somebody gotta do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: But
3: y'all do it informally. Yes. Like mm-hmm. you all even talked about that. And that's what we need is more acceptance mm-hmm. of just talking out your issues. Like if if young men in a middle school saw successful black men like you all just sitting down and talking and trying Mm -hmm. to find a solution to their problems Mm -hmm. i feel like they would do it Mm -hmm. Mm. they would do more of it because all they like think about what they see on social media as far as conflict resolution what their mama show them as far as conflict resolution if they're raised by single mothers you know it's just we need more people to set good examples because i mean i could set an example but i ain't i'm not a black man
1: yeah, I mean,
2: I learned a lot just listening to you guys talk. Nah, all I, like, I'm learning so I'm so hoping o- I'm a saying. lot more than anything. Yeah, like. I'm, I'm hoping I'm I'm whoever listens so to this topic shares it and not right. selfishly, but really like shares uh-huh. it because it can help somebody, change somebody's life. Mm. Yeah,
0: I say because as black men is it's so taboo just to like talk. Yeah. Like even this podcast, we get moments where we are like, oh shit, this is what we're you. <laughs> 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 I don't come. We, we start mumbling, so yeah. it's just like we just, we just get to that point. Um. So I know it's like. <laughs> to talk about something like mental health, like we were talking yeah. about like life stuff and we'd be like, I'm good, I'm good, yeah, yeah. I'm good off that yeah. Euro step on that, <laughs> yeah. We out of here. It's Jamal. Yeah. yeah, Euro Jamal. step mall. Right. But that's you know what? Game. You said something about like on social media, and I, I actually have a problem with sometimes the movement I see on social media about mental health. Cause like now you if you want to sell something, you throw mental health in front of it, mm-hmm. boom, you make some money. Mm-hmm. Because now is a it's a tagline, it's a money grab. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, I never thought mental health would be a money grab. Hashtag, so ne- hashtag mental health. Like, for example, you can do something totally opposite. Hashtag mental health. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay, that's all you got to do now? Y'all won. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, does that, have, you, does that feel problematic to y'all? Like, I feel like I have a problem with it. And also, I feel as though now it's getting to the point where mental health is one of those things where it's like you got to really vet it out to see if like that's what your message is or are you really just trying to do the money grab or are you just trying to get sympathy? Because victim, it's something like victimhood is like a new way of getting hot now. You be yeah. the victim mm-hmm. and then like people love the victim. People love the underdog. So they'll throw mm-hmm. money at the underdog. They'll promote the underdog. But then like all of a sudden you find out they was just doing that for a money grab. So mm-hmm. just
2: in general, social media, I think that's the problem with social media because mm-hmm. everything is literally for a like. It's not because they care. Sure. So yeah. I, n- 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 we That's just what it is I think that's the nature Of social media now. I don't know How we get away from mm-hmm. Besides getting away I mean
0: Getting, getting away rid from of it,
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally getting rid of it That's the only way To yeah. like Truly get rid of it In my opinion
0: I think it's here to stay But I think it's gonna have to Evolve in some way mm-hmm. And I think Like speaking to it Like in this way The way we are mm-hmm. Cause like I was My kids I was like I don't think I want them To touch a phone Until like mm-hmm. Maybe 12, 13. I don't even want this phone or the technology to that babysit them. That sounds good, though. It sounds great until they are crying, right? <laughs> I, 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 but I hope don't,
4: I, I don't they'll probably want it that, that late because, like, you want to have contact. Like, kids are more advanced now.
0: So you're saying they need it?
4: I would say so, yeah. Just for the general contact, like, emergency purposes. Like, you can limit what you have on that phone.
0: Oh, okay. So you're like saying te- te- tailor you,
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. technology allows you to tailor and limit what they have on that phone. Oh, okay. So, like, having, like you have a phone, but you can only access... X amount of apps Mm. during these hours right here. I just
0: think, you know, some of the life lessons I learned playing outside and, you know, outside my brothers and in the basement for hours playing, like, I'm like, yo, how do these kids gain that same shit? Like, how do they (laughs) (laughs) character? It was so much, like we said, so much character was developed Mm when you was fighting your cousins and like jumping off the bump bed into the ground, like, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Like, you, but now I feel as though, like, where do you insert that into their life? Because now, I don't know. It's hard. You got to be part
2: of a it. Lot of and I think I think too. a big concern.
5: Jump off, you got to yeah. play with them. I think one yeah, of the exactly. big concerns is that um, we're losing like human contact. Mm-hmm. You're, we're losing just like for sure. Like I don't remember last time I sat around with at a table with five people and just had a conversation.
0: <laughs> Wow.
5: You know, this doesn't happen often. Well, Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. you know. What I mean? yeah. But before that, you know. This Even then. Re- re- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We're, We're losing We're human, right. human communication, Watching human contact. And and that's the scary part of social media. That's where I think things are going to start to change. Like That's why I think things need to start to change. Because if we keep going down this path, everybody's going to be in their own, like, little mm-hmm. incubator bubbles. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. we'll stop evolving. You yeah. know what I mean? And once we stop evolving, just throw the whole thing away. You know, that's it. You yeah. know, it's, it's a rat. We so, don't
3: really have good conflict resolution skills mm-hmm. coming up in these kids. Because like you were talking about, we playing in the basement and all that. We were role-playing down there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, trying to figure out what we was going to do with life. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> And now they just like, I'm mad. They see people venting on social media, so they just feel like they vent. And, you know, they just see mm-hmm. this surface-ass conflict yes. resolution.
0: So where is suck it up now? That was the word that we always said. Suck it up, you know, man up, woman up. Be a big boy, be a big S- sleep girl. Sleep it off. Sleep it off. <laughs> get over it. Like Where do you put that now? Because it's hard to put it somewhere in the mental health age
1: now.
3: See, I often find myself in personal life being like, hey, you got to get yourself together. You can feel however you want to feel, but you can't act however you want to act. Get your- Come on, use your brain. Come on, yeah. stop crying. We mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come
0: Situation, on. situational. Yeah. But in- it's hard to place it now.
3: But in mental health, mm-hmm. it's like, all right, let's talk about your problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who do you have to talk mm-hmm. to when you get home? Mm-hmm. Okay, you can talk mm-hmm. to me, and it's real. We know they need that. Yeah. But they need way more than yeah. what we're giving them. Yeah. They yeah. really do. Like,
0: where's the punch in the chest? The slap across the face? Now, God. like, what do we do with that? Does that go away? Do you that might have been no, us. Go to jail. That oh, okay.
1: That might have been <laughs> the last. <laughs> one. Oh, okay. I'm that's, like, what that's, that's what ush. I'm like, all the
0: mental health was like, what? Like, yo, I'm good. Yeah. Everything, I'm good. That's the mental health. That was my therapy session. Yeah, yeah, that, that slap exact. across the head. Yeah, that, goes,
4: that goes, that abuse mm-hmm. goes out the window with it.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I was abused. That's the problem. I had trauma. Yeah. From exactly. my parents. I mean, oh, okay. <laughs> no. To, to us, no. To us, we, 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 were, no,
4: to <laughs> us we were we, we raised. To yeah. everyone yeah. else, trauma, outside world, traumatized. We were yeah. traumatized yeah. and abused. No, even oh, talking shit. about what we, what we
2: went through is always <laughs> fucked up. We I mean, like, damn, we went
4: through this shit. How crazy that was.
2: Like I, it helped us in the long way say, I,
4: I, but that shit was fucked I, up I appreciate it I do I appreciate <laughs> yeah. it you ever had to, um, yeah.
0: so my mother used to do this thing we had llama beans one night i never forget my brother he ain't like llama beans he ate lima beans for three days straight she just kept reheating them in the microwave <laughs> I'm just like yo, you better you just, will, just eat them yo. you will eat these llama beans but he kept he eating eat them like a- she, oh, he, he had to eat them like okay. okay. he wasn't getting another meal you, you had llamas for three days bro you ate eat them llama beans you couldn't throw them like in the trash I'm like I guess that's like a little bit of a torture thing
2: it's a little bit of trauma my uncle wouldn't let it like we would have salads when I went over to my cousin's house. We would have salads every, the first, that's the first part of the meal. And you literally couldn't get any more food that's until you, ate until you finished eating your oh salad. Hey, I was that, like, hell, that's, 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 yo, I don't, yo, like, yo, I don't like kale, yo. yo I, I literally hate kale, yo. That's
4: literally first world tur- torture, yo. <laughs> it <laughs> is. Like, oh, you don't want that shit here? eat this healthy salad real quick. <laughs> no. What the fuck? Put all the dressing you want in there. Nah, I eat
1: the no salad. ranch. Only vinegar <laughs> ranch.
4: <laughs> what? Shit, that was crap back then. Oh, Yeah, I like that back then, yeah. See,
0: that wasn't torture for him all He was like, yeah. that was, <laughs> was That was happened. torture for me. I used to hate right, going like over me? there.
2: Right. I used to hate going over there just because I knew I had to eat that salad. She, you know, like, my, I don't
4: want my, it. I do that. T- shit. My torture when it came to salad was like, oh, this is the only salad dressing y'all got. Right. <laughs> oh, that's the
0: torture. That's that's shit. Right. Limited dressing.
4: So y'all, got, y'all, got, y'all got
0: the variety? What's up? Yeah. <laughs> and that's a hard part too, because like now you it's like, do you where do you joke? Because like now, people are still like crazy is still funny. Uh-huh. But like, yeah. how do you say? To, to what extent, though? That's now you gotta have. Yeah, now you gotta to have. Extent. Yeah, how crazy? That's it, the It's the
4: sens- sensitivity of society now. Do yeah. mm-hmm.
0: you think we're oversensitive? The PC culture is over. Is just overtaking it.
3: Hell yes, yeah, we definitely. got too so many second place like, trophies. Like, like literally, yeah. even even with
0: <laughs>
4: Kevin Hart and his um, homophobic tweet yeah. tweets from like years ago, mm-hmm. and he had to step down from what that was the
5: Oscars. Oscar, like. To me,
0: oh, I didn't even know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. He either, he they gave down. him a yeah. choice. Yeah, they that.
4: didn't really give him a choice. And I think a poli- also he, they
5: gave him a choice either apologize or step or down. Step down. From, chose to step oh, down. No. So to
0: I just think we just making people go very covert with the way things they do. I'd rather know. Yep. Like I, I like to me know too. if you like yeah. Donald Trump. The one thing I respect about the man, I know he the shit. Like I know. Like some bullshit. It's some bullshit.
1: But you know, you gotta respect
0: it. He ain't gonna lie to you. He going say no. I'm racist. No, What's
5: I'm re- up? I respect <laughs> it. I appreciate it. No, yeah.
0: That's the wrong word. That's the wrong word. I appreciate. Word. Yeah, yeah. I, I
4: appreciate. <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, you telling yeah. me yeah. that you know any given day if it was between me and you is all the white people gonna stay? You gonna mm-hmm. go? Yeah. yeah. So I'm at least I know. Mm-hmm. Like I can prepare mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. But people that like now Kevin Hart, he might have been just purely joking, or if he yeah. really did have those feelings we're just going to now, he's just going to figure out a PC way to operate now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now, his jokes got to now be PC. Like, the, some of the funniest things we've heard in life oh, was about something that was fucked yeah. up. That's yeah. yeah. Ill- yeah, comedy. <laughs> lot, yeah. of, yeah, some,
4: of the, some of the best comedies come from, like, talking about fat people, Man. people with mental health issues, mm-hmm. talking mm-hmm. about gay people. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like all, all the funny stuff is now, like... Extra sensitized,
0: yeah. like y'all remember when Ricky Smiley did the thing, like my name is Precious, like it was Precious, his cousin or something, uh, and he was she had like mental mental needs, health. Yes, she had special yes, needs, yes, yes, yes. You know, though, and mm-hmm. I died laughing. Now I'm like, shit, mm-hmm. if anybody yeah. knew I was laughing at that <laughs> shit, you know, it, it might be wild. I think Man. I think that's not right because now people stopping, they're ceasing to be people, because yeah. yeah. now yeah. It, it is funny. to it, I think p- pain is sometimes funny. Sometimes you laugh at pain. You know, I was
5: torn with the with the Kevin Hart situation, but then a friend of mine said something to me. You know, I'm like, he's although it was highly inappropriate, and no, you should, you know, homophobia yeah. is n- homophobia is it's never okay. Yeah. Um, I, I felt that he, you know, apologized for it at the time. Um, now they're bringing it up again. The Oscars knew the, these things existed yeah. when they mm-hmm. offered him to the somebody, position.
3: Somebody made that's it,
5: fine. So you know, I, I, I'm I'm torn. You know, in the intersectionality of him being a. A bunch of things I'm torn between. Mm. But I said to a friend, you know, as a comedian, like, where, where are we going to draw the line? at? what exactly. place? Like, how how do we navigate this moving forward? But then she said to me, well, Roseanne Barr, how you, you think she should have gotten a pass? Man. And then, and, and so when mm. so so then he says, okay, well, no, abs- I 100% agree. No, she should not have gotten a pass. Exactly. But I have a different barometer. So everybody's mm. going to have a different barometer mm. as to what's okay and what's not yeah. okay and what's just I a think, step
0: too far. To your point, I think that the people are tougher. I really do. Mm -hmm. In a way, we've heard some like growing up. You heard some crude shit, like some of the stuff Mm -hmm. your parents said to you. Now you go back and play it like as a kid, at six. I was not supposed to hear that. (laughs) So now, (laughs) as as you you get older, kids now. Yeah, (laughs) but as you get older, you like yeah. It's like Mm -hmm. like that's Mm -hmm. not that big of a deal, and that's sometimes our trauma is going with us because Mm -hmm. we know, like we carry heavy burdens out the womb. Mm -hmm. So like now, like some of this PC culture, we like. This has been like this is our life. Like, yeah. what are y'all talking about, PC? That's our life. Our life has always been like that. But also,
5: we we're not of the um, the generation of. Um, I'm sorry, I just lost my thought. We're hybrid. Uh, no, from the time of civil rights, we're not from the civil rights yeah, era. True. So we mm-hmm. didn't we didn't experience, experience those mm-hmm. things. So I think now to see such overt racism. No longer like just below the surface now, blatant. <laughs>
1: yeah,
5: I feel that. Yes, I'm a little. I'm a, I'm a little sensitive to this because I'm not used to being yeah. in a situation where it's just smacking you in the face. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, being politically correct, maybe it's because we haven't experienced this before. We didn't grow up during civil rights when when you know people were getting lynched. We th- that's history to us. That's horrible history. But it's mm-hmm. we don't. It's not tangible. We weren't touching it. But now we're living with it now. So anything that you say to me, I'm looking at it very specific about What are you saying to me? Are you saying something inappropriate to me? Because I don't like this, this environment that mm-hmm. we live in where we're always being attacked for anything that we are, no matter mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's acceptable. Yeah. And it's coming from the top down. Yeah.
0: So my my thing to that is as a black people as black people we are now starting to even the playing field in a sense cuz now we have educated black people in hot like high places there in charge of shit mm-hmm. and now white people we they now can't just say we don't have the same problems we're starting to have the same problems so now it's stepping out of racism a little bit sometimes in the classism now we're developing a class system within the black people mm-hmm. so now it just changes the whole conversation mm-hmm. so i just think it's interesting cuz like some of those same things like you know, the civil rights era, how do you instill those in the next generation? Because mm-hmm. it's starting to be very, very far removed. They see the residual effects and the systematic oppression, but they don't really know where to point back to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We know where to point back to. I can't say my kids are gonna know where to point back to unless mm-hmm. they read a history book and I teach them.
4: And actually, like, the like, point that both of y'all said, like, like we didn't live in the civil rights era. But mm-hmm. back then, it's like everything was in their face, mm-hmm. and like we got smacked in the face, but you can't smack them back. Mm-hmm. Now we have those tools, we have that knowledge, we have like the backing to mm-hmm. slap them back.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: But to what extent do we slap them back? Mm-hmm. And that until that, that point, it's like, okay, how do we teach our kids? Like, like, like something like, do you use violence? Do you use non-violence? Like, mm-hmm. it's the approach mm-hmm. you have now. Mm-hmm. The approach has changed mm-hmm. to the situation. It's the same situation mm-hmm. with a different approach. Yep. It's like how you carry that onto how you do it and then mm-hmm. how you teach your kids to do the same thing and let that travel like carry on.
5: Mm-hmm. You know, we always say, Man, I couldn't have lived during the civil rights area because yeah. you wouldn't be yeah, doing like, that to me. Like, say, oh, but they're doing to it to, to us. Yeah, they yeah. are doing it to us you you now. Were doing so you do so what you had we, to. Yeah, yeah. but now they're doing it to us and now we got to put up a shut up. Like yeah. now, now it's time now here it to is, show now up. Now what yeah. you're going to do? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
0: We didn't even touch our outline, but okay. <laughs> um I knew that was gonna happen, though. Yeah, yeah. That's why I sometimes it, oh, it, it, that's always, why it like, always happens, though. That's why I'm always like, yeah, outline, all right, cool. I, mean, I just get do your guideline. It line, do help me though, do help me. Um, but I guess in closing, what is the long-term change, I guess, we want to see in like the mental health stigma and just in our community? Like, what is the utopia for us like mental health-wise? You know, like what is what does we want this to look like? What is a healthy dose of you know like i, I don't know I'm, i don't even know what i'm asking mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like mm-hmm. how do we well, want this to look long term well I,
4: actually i could probably help um so like you know how like certain things have like months like when's uh mental health awareness month? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like May mm-hmm. oh <laughs> okay <laughs> that's a start right there right. <laughs> there you go when that happened
0: <laughs> y'all just started <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> that's crazy uh, if you don't even know
2: like, that's a start, start that. that we can oh, okay. teach people that yeah. May is I'm mental saying, awareness because like I said
4: like, <laughs> you always see like, anything like, related to cancer anything yep. related to mm-hmm. HIV like, those months and those awareness months are like, like even like within the NFL like they're yeah. wearing pink mm-hmm. within mm-hmm. their uniform mm-hmm. Yeah, like, there's different colors assigned to those illness, like to those things mm-hmm. like what's like yeah. the color like that's associate. It's green. There be, uh, See, what, man. there we go. We're running right
3: now. Green and <laughs> yellow. Yeah, for uh-huh. real.
1: Uh-huh. It, uh-huh.
3: But I mean, you know, we celebrated in May, and then, uh, and I mean, especially this last May, I don't know what it was, but people were popping online uh-huh. for May. Mental yeah. health awareness, awareness. awareness. But then growing. come uh-huh. June 15th. That's
0: it. That
1: shit's Nothing.
0: gone. Yep. Was it like mental health parties and stuff? Mental health Wow, yo! <laughs> mental health weekend, yo!
1: Talk about like we're not black. We got a big thing, yo! Mental
0: health week, mental health for 11, We got Zoe, the Zoe, Zoe eight- weekend, we got all this no, stuff. Mental the, health weekend in Miami, crazy. At the
1: agency, at the agency that I
3: work at. At the agency I work at, they really like Mental Health Awareness mm-hmm. Month. We had like balloons and stuff mm-hmm. all through there. I dare just to start a music. festival, see if it don't pop. Watch it. <laughs> Watch Mental, it. <laughs> Mental
0: Health Awareness Jesus. Party. Shit. Yeah, Buy a so a table up. <laughs> <By Exactly>. therapy, <laughs> therapy
3: booths all way around <laughs> the right. festival. And your, and your outline yeah. says something about the African diaspora. You can have Dominican music, Bruh. Brazilian mm-hmm. music. You can have some Brazilian women and mm-hmm. men out there just put Tupac on a loudspeaker. Man, Pop.
0: kill. it. Oh, yeah. $1,000 tickets the
3: awareness. Awareness. Don't leave your problems like at the door
4: is. Bring them inside We got bottles for that We got
0: bottles and <laughs> therapy What's up?
3: No, bottles like, therapy. and therapy this, this That's the tagline right there Bottles and therapy making light of mental health But this is the type of shit we need to be you saying do. Yeah. We do <laughs> really need to be putting You gotta
0: normalize mental health Make for it, for it, it is okay yeah. For real I never thought about it like that Bottles yeah. and therapy
5: And
3: you have yeah, to pack it How they receive it You have to you serve it to How they're able to receive it How they can relate to it So we've done My boyfriend and I In several places inside these have done free information sessions for people. Tried to incorporate poetry and stuff. He was doing a program at the school she works at mm-hmm. every week last wow. last um, school year. Mm-hmm. So we try to like put this stuff out there. But there was this one apartment building. We literally put flyers under every mm-hmm. door of the apartment building. Nobody showed up on that day. My girlfriend, who studied the African diaspora said you need to take all them words off your flyer and just put free breakfast, Mm -hmm. music, poetry. Y'all know know it's kind of all ages came. When we were talking about literacy and all that, nobody. But we did that, they were there.
0: Music
5: yeah. you
3: Still got your message delivered that's, I and, and
5: that's what's the, that's the trick I Go think music deliver? has been A powerful
0: game, tool right? In the black yeah, community yeah. So like for example Our mental A lot of our therapy sessions Are through listening to music But yeah. like I listened to his Last Meek Mill album I was just like Wow He's a different person That's mm-hmm. different <laughs> Cause I listened to his first one I was like Oh he was ignorant yeah. <laughs> 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 Like he was out here He was wilding <laughs> <laughs> But now you see His maturation process Young boy. I'm like, mm-hmm. from Philly mm-hmm. I said that's dope Because he actually sees now All the mistakes he made Like it was crazy But like yeah, we ain't touch that. That outline. I ain't got any last words, Mom. I ain't got no last words. No. Yeah, any last words? No. Thank, we thank y'all. Yeah, we thank y'all for coming. This I feel like awesome. we could have went on for like two, three hours, but we are going to cut it off for of this. It's one nice. of the longer episodes. I yeah. tell you that. Yeah, That's it was. Fine. It was good. Like it was actually no pocket. It was everything was good. It was all. It was very meatful yeah. and plentiful. <laughs> Is that the right words? No. Meat. For don't the use, vegans out there. Meat it was very meatful. It was very soy. Yeah, don't
2: use meat, yo. It was <laughs> Put that in a bucket so with gurney, yo. Right. With you, yo. Meat meat <laughs> yeah. So put yeah. It, like, and put meat, it in a box. Yo. Put in the yeah. box. Put in the box. Put all that, shit, that <laughs> shit in the and ocean. throw yo. that <laughs> shit in the and ocean. throw that
3: shit
1: in the You can't get it. Let you jot it in a box. And throw that
2: shit.
4: I like
1: meat though.
3: You can't put meat full in nobody's small box.
1: Wow. Thank you
0: for listening. I'm supposed to be. So now on that note.
1: All right. <laughs> cut, cut,
0: nigga, cut. cut. They about to talk about different shit. They about to get out there. They about to drop those letters after their name and shit. And I don't think we was ready for that. Hey, yo. yo, she starts and finishes yeah. strong. Yeah. yeah.
3: Thank you for listening to unsolicited Abuse.